Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I don't care, man. I don't even care. When I come here and I just waddle in, I'm like, oh, man, I love this wrestling show. There's always a few people that say, moan, 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 moan. Well, you know what? You can moan as much as you want. Because right now, AEW Dynamite is a terrific and a tremendous wrestling show that gets me excited and makes me feel warm and fuzzy in here. And this is known as my tum-tum. You just never know what's going to happen. And in terms of last night's show, now we're taking risks. And I enjoy a show that takes risks. But hello, my name is... I'm Miller. Welcome to What Culture Wrestling. And it is time to take the finger of power and give the good bits an up and the bad bits are down when it comes to AEW Dynamite, also known this week as Fight for the Fallen. Strap yourself in and let's go. The start to AEW, you'll be surprised to hear, was excellent because we were doing this big five-on-five elimination match and we actually went in the direction that I hear on Ups and Downs, Simon Miller, have said I would like to go in. Now, it's nothing to do with me, just something I said I would enjoy seeing, but now I've got it. And once more, I am hugely intrigued to see what's next. It was, of course, Hangman Adam Page in the Dark Order taking on the Super Elite. And even the entrances were so well done, it gave me goosebumps because I am a super nerd. I mean, the good guys, it was all over the top and majestic and heroic. And by the time Kenny Omega and his chums were out here, they were all dressed like basketball players which I think tied into product placement when it came to Space Jam, but I don't care because it made me laugh. And then what we did in the ring was equally as good because we started off with Kenny Omega versus Hangman Page, but then Ken ran away because he was scared. But after he had done a sneak attack, the tag team cranks and ha went off early and everybody was just doing these crazy moves, including a suplex off the top rope into everybody else. I mean, what even is that? If you went really quiet, you could hear Jim Ross going, I don't like it, it just ain't his cup of tea. Alex Reynolds was the first man to get in there properly, but he was taken out by the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, the surprise roll-up, and Carl Anderson also held the trunks. So when the rest of the Dark Order saw that, and they were like, well, that's not very proper, I don't appreciate that. So they then worked his ass, and Carl Anderson was gone too. Luke Gallows and Stu Grayson then started brawling around the place, including Grayson jumping off this staging area, and that that was nuts and both of those guys got counted out and then we zoomed back to the squared circle evil uno was trying to take on kenny omega but he got v-triggered he got one winged angel so it was bye bye to the evil one the young bucks then power bombed the cowboy onto the aisleways they still really hate him and haven't got over all of their problems 
And then it was time for the returning John Silver to go absolutely crazy in the ring. And my word, the fans loved it. There was nothing anybody could do to stop him either until we got a real basketball hoop from underneath the ring, I think. And then the Young Bucks gave him the Meltzer Driver or the Indy Taker, whatever the hell we're calling it. I mean, it's two different moves, but I get confused. Through the basketball hoop. I mean, Nick Jackson was meant to dunk it, but he missed. But that made it even better. And then after the BT trigger, Johnny Hungy was gone as well. This, of course, meant we were now left with only four people. And it was Hangman Adam Page facing down his three former best friends, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. And honestly... This was basically perfect. You don't have to believe me, you can go and watch it for yourself. But from the near falls to the moves to the expert timing of shoves that meant Matt Jackson got eliminated, it just had me on the edge of my seat. And I'm going to be really weird and just give it a round of applause like I'm some kind of seal. Amazingly too, even though the cowboy did survive a belt shot right to the head, courtesy of Kenny Omega, which made us all go, oh, he's going to fight back and he's going to win. He got feed triggered. Then he got hit by the Wandering Angel and Hangman Adam Page, our great saviour, our great hope, lost, meaning now he is no longer the number one contender. I mean, I could not believe it. I think my heart stopped for a while and I just collapsed on the floor. But that's why this is so good. Nobody thought we were going to do this. And now what the hell happens? And as I've said time and time again, any great story has to have a bunch of tragedy thrown in there. And this is basically the saddest thing ever. It also begs the question, what the hell does Adam do now? And how does this affect his relationship with the Dark Order? Because Evil Uno's been on Twitter going, I'm so sorry, I didn't mean it. I've let you down. So you could probably say... <laughs> it's like the final countdown. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge is here. This was so good, though. This was genuinely so good. It was like a roller coaster of emotions. So after thinking about it and then it run through my brain, I ain't just giving it up. I'm giving it a golden up. We then cut to Pac backstage and he was really mad because somebody, I wonder who it could have been, had cancelled Penta and Phoenix's ride from the airport so they weren't here. Thankfully then, ooh, Chavo, when Andrade turned up, they said, don't worry, we've taken care of it. They're coming here in a limo. So this story continues on and either Pac is going to get screwed over or someone's going to punch Andrade right in the face. Simplicity and the color orange was then the name of the game again because Team Taz were out here and they were like, man, Ricky Starks, he's so great. He's the brand new FTW champion. As we had all this hoopla and a brass band, just all the fun you could ever want in your life. Starks was more interested in talking about what a goof Brian Cage was though. And after he had said this too much, out came Brian Cage. He destroyed all these band members. I think he took a drum and smashed it over somebody's head as Rick ran away because he's a massive coward. So we'll do this match soon. It was very easy to watch. It made all the sense in the world. Ricky Starks is going to be a huge star in the future. Up. And then... What the hell is going on in AEW? It genuinely is like Super Smash Brothers. And the game had just gone, oh, who do you want your next challenger to be? And some person in the corner went, oh, Tanahashi from New Japan. So then who popped up on the big screen went, oh, hello, my name's Tanahashi from New Japan. And I want to fight for the IWGP US Championship. I've got confused here. Basically, Tanahashi is coming to AEW. Everybody went crazy because of course they did. 
This is just great. And it has now put us, the fans, into a position where we're like, well, who the hell is going to be next? It could be anybody. And that's the kind of feeling I want in my toes when I watch any kind of television. I don't know what's going to happen or where it's going to go next. So therefore, I must tune in each and every week. And yes, I know I'm a massive geek, but man, do I love it up. Then my bubble was popped a little bit because there have been a lot of heartbreak on this show. We've documented it already. So when we got to FTR versus Santana and Ortiz, I was like, okay, cool, man. Well, the inner circle guys can win and then they can become number contenders and they can beat the Young Bucks and they can be the tag champions. That will make me a please pup. Conan was out with the Proud of the Powerful too, and that trio just works. Plus it balanced the books because Tully Blanchard without was his boys. And they did have a really good match. Like, did you want to see a power bomb followed quickly by a frog splash? Of course you did. And that had this in abundance. As we did build to the finish though, it did seem like Cash Wheeler may have got injured. So I suppose that could have got a spanner in the works. But Dax Harwood just grabbed Ortiz He gave him a brain buster almost out of nowhere. And the referee went one, and the referee went two, and then the referee went three. And apparently I can't speak anymore, but I was also like, oh, I can't believe it. That's the end. Now, my big point is, is that I just wouldn't have done this on the same episode as Hangman had absolutely dropped his ball. But here's the twist. Here's the thing. AEW now, time and time again, has proven to me, trust the process, wait to see what happens. So I'm happy to sit down, cross my legs, light a cigarette, not true, never smoked in my life, and wait to see what the hell is going to happen. And that's what you need. It's a boy who cried wolf scenario, but in reverse. Like I say, they did have a very good pro wrestling match. I need to see what the hell they're going to do. But uh. Backstage with Britt Baker and Rebel next. And Britt was like, everybody keeps coming for me. Everybody is trying to break all my bones. So I now need some extra protection. And after thinking about it, I have decided this should be the Iconics. I need it too. They should come in as Britt Baker's goofy bodyguards. Because I just think that will be really entertaining. We will have to wait and see. And then all these kind of teases kept on coming because Tony Schiavone was in the ring and he said on August the 20th, Rampage is going to come from the United Center in Chicago. And as soon as he did do that, we cut to Sting and Darby Allen, where Darby went, man, everybody wants to come to AEW, but it doesn't matter who you are. You have to prove yourself even dot, 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 if you think You're the best in the world. Obviously, straight away, the crowd started going, CM Punk, CM Punk. And I'm having the time of my life. Even if CM Punk doesn't even turn up now, I don't care because I enjoy the anticipation and I enjoy the buzz. Also, do not forget, we have just been hinted that we may be about to do CM Punk versus Darby Allen. And I'm here for this timeline. And look, maybe this was a red herring because there are other teases that we will talk about later. But good, it's fun. There's that magical word again, fun, the secret sauce in professional wrestling. Hikaleo was then here, but if you can believe it, he came out with Haku. And if you are a long-time watcher of What Culture Wrestling, you will understand that this made me very nervous because a couple of years ago, Haku tried to kill me. And that is not a joke. Now, I do want to shout out the wonderful human being that during this entrance held up a sign that said, Simon, give this an up. So, of course, you do get an up. Kapow, kapee, there it is. But, man, maybe next time, pick your moments a little bit better. Because if Haku had seen this, he would have run to England. No one's going to stop him. And he would have ripped my head off. And I tell you, 
I probably would have deserved it. You just don't mess with Haku and you also don't mess with Lance Archer because it was Hikaleo versus our brand new US champion. And they just had what I thought was a really decent big man match. And at one point, Haku even took out Lance Archer. And despite his advancing years, did anybody think to themselves, no, that's not realistic because again, you don't mess with Haku. But this was just smartly put together. I mean, it was quick, it was hard hitting, it was big moves with big men, and there was no bigger move on a big man than when Archer grabbed Hikaleo and somehow gave him the blackout. I mean, how on earth did he hit it? But he got the one, two, three. He is still the champ. And I suppose now, maybe, again, there was more teasers later, he's gonna take on Tanahashi. We are living in such a strange reality. I want to live here forever. Malachi Black then just murdered Cody. I mean, he really, really did. Tremendous. Up. Cody Rhodes too is just the smartest man ever because he was sat in the gorilla position and pretended that he was going to cut another one of his, oh man, the world is so difficult, but I'm going to bring us together. And while I always like those, he has seen what people on the internet have said. But before he could get another word out, kabing kabam. Malachi Black just beat him up. They spilled out to the old way and the crowd was absolute loving this. And by the time Cody had been put down on his ass and a bunch of referees and other wrestlers came out to try and help, Malachi Black was just busting out black masses like he had a machine gun foot. And honestly, in the space of four weeks, we have treated Malachi with far more seriousness and far more intent than maybe he has ever been treated. And all of a sudden I see him as a super duper star. So this is just so well done. It's not doing anything out of the ordinary and it's not like, oh, I can't believe they did that, but it just works. It's just good old-fashioned pro wrestling. Miro was then here, and he is going to be facing Lee Johnson next week for the TNT title, and essentially said, Lee, I respect you, I think you're a good wrestler, but if you try and take my championship away from me, I will kill you. And he probably would too. Over the last few weeks too, this feud between Christian Cage and Matt Hardy has built and grown to include the likes of the Jurassic Express and the rest of House Hardy. So on this night we decided to do a trios match up. Private Party and Hanelico with the three chosen to take on Christian, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. And of course, early on, Matt Hardy kept trying to get involved. But Marco Stunt and Christian didn't appreciate that. So they just chased him away to the back. They then fought for a little bit. The good guys found their momentum. It took Christian, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy coming together to hit three moves in sequence in order to get rid of Mark Quen. They pinned him for the one, two, three. And yeah, this was just an enjoyable, entertaining wrestling match. It was also building to something because afterwards the Blade was back with his brass knucks and he just whacked Christian right in the face. So I suppose we're going to do something there. And of course, the Blade, as well as being a well-known butcher, is part of House Hardy. Now, I personally wouldn't have reintroduced the brass knucks so soon after we'd done all the Orange Cassidy stuff. But again, AEW has my faith. AEW has my trust. I'll see what we do next week. We then had a Nick Gage video, and by the end of it, I was convinced he was actually going to try and behead Chris Jericho, which he basically tried to do. And then we cut to the Varsity Blondes who were saying, man, Julia Hart, she's got a match with the brand new sign Thunder Rosa in a minute, and she's gonna do really well. Thunder Rosa then cut in with her own promo and said, no, she won't. That match was next. Now this was just a showcase for Thunder Rosa, which makes all the sense in the world, because quite clearly she's gonna go after the AEW women's title and get back into her feud with Britt Baker. But we gave Julia Hart enough. She's got all the potential in the world. She also just has this really happy smile that makes you like her. Unfortunately, she did get hit with the fire Thunder Rosa driver. It's not called that, but it is now Thunder Rosa 1. But yeah, like I say, this just did its job up. A John Moxley promo followed this as well, and he could not be more upset 
that one, he lost his IWGP US Championship, but also two, as soon as he did, this forbidden door was opened more and came through it was Tanahashi. So he now wants a fight with Tanahashi. He even insulted his hair. And I kind of think that may be happening at All Out. Don't know why, just what my gut is telling me again, my tum-tum. But John Moxley versus Tanahashi. Somebody just hook all this good shib to my vein. And then flood me sideways. If you had missed super duper hardcore wrestling on your international television program, we had Chris Jericho versus Nick Gage in Chris Jericho's second labor of Jericho courtesy of MJF. And I don't even know what I meant to tell you other than you should probably go and watch this for yourself because good grief. Because honestly, this is something you need to see with your own eyes to believe. And I just want to give all the kudos and all the credit and all the respect to Chris Jericho, who certainly doesn't need to be doing this. And actually, while we are here, I'll say the same thing for Matt Cardona, because after the last few days, Nick Gage has just been going around and stabbing and pizza cuttering people. And I actually can't believe it. MJF was also on commentary throughout all of this, because of course it is him putting Jericho up to this challenge, and he's just so damn good at it. And given what did happen here, I now completely believe that Maxwell would be perfectly happy with in the story for Chris Jericho to be killed. Because he must have come close to death here. At one point, Nick Gage had a blade of grass, grass, glass, and he was stabbing people with it. Have you ever seen normal people stab with glass? Usually they die. I mean, he had a pizza cutter at one point. He was just grinding and grinding away at Jericho's head. And if you have seen all those clips on social media in America, they cut to a Domino's pizza advert after that, which is the greatest thing ever. But Chris Jericho, he was no pushover either. And he did a top rope hurricane runner into a plane of glass. There was glass everywhere. Then people were being slammed into glass and there was blood. And I'm an idiot. I'm a fool. I did a video maybe a few weeks ago where I was like, Nick Gage will never be an WWE because he would never be allowed to do this kind of thing. So more fool me. More fool me. Somebody throw me into a pit. And honestly, just mad respect and kudos again to Tony Khan for allowing this to happen because he knows 50% of people will love it but he also knows 50% of people will hate it. But in terms of building this Labour of Jericho storyline, I, I could not be more involved. So do go out of your way to check it out if you can stomach it. And it did end with the Judas effect, allowing Chris Jericho to get the one, two, three. And then if this wasn't enough for you, Maxwell Jacob Friedman got on a microphone and the very first words out of his mouth were paraphrasing the famous CM Punk pipe bomb promo from 10 years ago. So my word, you may as well get in this vehicle because it is going to the station and you take all of this and it is clearly getting it up. We also found out that the third labor of Jericho is going to have two parts to it. The first being that he has to win with a move off the top rope. So that's going to be quite tough. But also two, after their confrontation a few months ago, when Chris Jericho brought up the name Juventud Guerrera, his opponent now is going to be the juice. So if you're a long-term fan like me, you're just like, well, that is flipping great. Because it really is flipping great. This dynamite was just brilliant. Again, I don't care. People are going to melt down. Simon, you're biased. Simon, you're biased. I'm not biased, but I am biased towards good professional wrestling. It's why AEW Dynamite gets a bunch of ups. It's why SmackDown gets a bunch of ups. They're just doing what I want to see. And I have no idea what is going to happen in the next few weeks. But damn it, if I want to know, overall is getting it up. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.